What's up? Episode 9, Dudes in the Dugout. Don't laugh at me, Ev, dog. Dude, it's been a while. Ev, Ev, you're laughing at me? <laughs> the guys are in the room. We're here. The dudes are in the room, I should actually say. Not in the dugout right now. No, we shifted but downstairs. Got some AC going. This is Dudes in the Dugout. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. This is episode 9. We got the boys. We got Matty P. What's up, guys? Ev, dog. What up? And our producer, Hands. How you guys doing? I'm going to just start calling you the producer. Hey, the producer. The produce. I'm just going to call the him produce. No, the deuce. <laughs> the produce. Can we, hey, can we call, call me what you, you like. Can you call me, can we call you deuce? The deuce. deuce. Anyway, let's, the King let's deuce. talk. We're back. It's been a while. Baseball yeah. is still going on. It's still strong. Our teams are doing well, I'm guessing, right? Your team hot? How, how are the Yankees doing? That's one today. Yankees still trash? Always. Yankees, uh, like, I mean, they're all right. They're still doing they're, good. They're, 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 just, they're, just a, they're, they're just an, they're an okay by. team, right? They're getting by. Yeah, they're just an okay People team. People are catching up. Their yeah. pitching's yeah. terrible. Uh, I, I heard that. I heard, Worse than a league. Well, I heard they're last place in home runs. Yeah. yeah. Bronx Bombers who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the man. Mets need to get their pitching back, so that's a whole different yeah. All, all joking aside, I mean... I've, I've been seeing so many just infographs and, and pictures, memes, whatever you want to call them, of just I'm saying the Yankees are – this Yankee team could be one of the best teams ever. Hands down. They're playing uh, top tier right now. Really, really good ball, and uh, I'm just hoping they can make it through the dog, day, uh, dog days of uh, August. Mm, they're late scary. September games. But they're a scary team. Astros yeah. are coming up, so I think that's going to be a nice little test for them. Right, have and a little competition. It was like Mets and Dodgers yeah. when they went against each other. That was kind of like the okay, low key. This is going to be the game we expect to see for like an NL championship. So, I feel like it's going to be the same in my we, opinion because I feel like Blue Jays are kind of blowing it. They were a little overrated uh, in mean, my opinion as like a stat line from the beginning of the year to now. Like they're catching up, but I feel like a little overrated. <laughs> I mean, the, the Blue I, Jays flat fell flat on their face. Well, you got yeah, literally okay. just fell flat on their face. Uh, they, they are doing nothing. And, and, you know, it's their vulgar. Besides being yeah. the Yankees yesterday, like 10 to 9 or something. That was close. But only uh, winning yeah. one out of three games isn't yeah. going to do know. anything. Losing, no. losing a series isn't, isn't going to help. Yeah. But their their bullpen's terrible. I'm, mm. I'm sorry, you know, none of you, you're probably all great people, but you, you just can't you just can't hold a lead. You don't deserve a job. <laughs> you can't hold a lead. I mean, what, what are they paying for? Go back down to single A, not even triple A. Still one of the scariest offenses in the in the league. Yeah. but Not really. What, what are they doing to win? I, w- I would I would take any I would take any lineup with Bo Bichette, Vladdy, uh, Teoscar, Chapman, uh, Springer. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a solid team. Definitely, Alejandro Kirk. A little a little <laughs> underwhelming. This <laughs> that year, is a ball player right yeah, there. He's I mean, he's the definition of a ball. How player. tall is he? I don't know, five foot nothing. He's yeah he's he's. <laughs> Built, built like a bowling ball. Short King. Short King's salute. Short King's salute. Oh, yeah, Short King's out there. So, Maddie, the Mets the Mets are going to find out what Houston's all about before the Yankees are. Ooh. They're heading down there now. You know what? We got, we got two with them before we go back to Miami, and then and then Houston comes up. you guys up. running into Verlander? No. He, he had a terrible start. His last start, he did. That's, so, what, that's what that's what they were saying in the Mets game today. So hopefully you get that Verlander and not the bounce back Verlander. Mets one back Verlander is nasty. They did yeah, six nothing. Right. Six nothing. Yeah. yeah. Behind, what, behind, they win that uh, whole series. They win that series three against four. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Jazz, four. but he's good. Jazz is good. He he's ejected. fun to watch. He got ejected the other night. <laughs> get out of here! But you know, but it was that was that was pretty. That ball was probably like two inches inside. That ball was like six inches inside here. 
That's, I see, I he saw, got out of here. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of an inside call, the ball that everyone was raving about with the Yankees the other night. I don't know total, if I saw that. Total frame job. And everyone's like, oh, that was a great pitch. I don't know what you're talking about. The ball's like that was a foot a, inside. That, that was a strike. I mean, it wasn't. Was, Are you was kidding me? Who was it? Who was Are you kidding Clay me? Holmes. It was Clay Holmes. It was Holmes. this. Oh, that, that I sinker. Just it was like someone's hating. Someone's hating. That sinker that moved three feet, they were saying. Yeah, it was, yeah. that was filth. Uh, I don't know if it moved three feet. It was outside. It yeah. was filth, though, but that was. It was outside. It might have been outside. You want to know a bad call? The other night. I saw a video, actually. You guys may have seen it. An ump threw out the organ player of the stadium because he's playing three blind mice. <laughs> and he literally turns around and puts that? him, you out of here. Can he do that, though? He yeah. can. Why he literally said no music for the God, rest of the though. night. The umpire can throw umpires. out anybody. <laughs> he could point at your grandma in the stands and say, you, out. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he like got the concession stand, guys, because they ain't got no relish. When you walk into the ballpark, <laughs> the head umpire is like the captain of the ship. You guys ever see that Office episode where it's like there's Captain Jack oh my God, and he's yeah. the captain of the ship and he can do whatever he wants? <laughs> yeah. That episode's I'm the Is captain that the one where everyone jumps cap- off the boat at the end of it? Yeah, because yeah. Michael says that yeah, the uh, boat's on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's oh, like, I'm the one. captain of the ship and Michael's like, I'm also the captain of the I'm ship. I'm also the captain. And he's like, no, you're not. I'm the captain of everybody that comes on this ship. <laughs> so, I, I just, oh, I'm so sorry. Speak, speaking of overrated and underrated yeah. teams, you know. Players. Obviously, umpires are atrocious this year. We know that. They're the biggest boss of the year. Yeah. I think they're perfectly rated. Perfectly trash. rated. Like trash. <laughs> like, for, like Forky from Toy Story? What would, trash. What would, you, <laughs> what would you pay a major league umpire? <clears throat> 80 grand a year. Or how much do you think they get paid? Too much. It's they, the MLB, so I have to assume a six-figure but low six-figure number. It's do, too much. Do they, do they play, do they ump every game? An umpire umps 162 games, I give them $1,000 a game. They make 162000 On average, the big league umpire makes $235,000. Wow. So that's, wow. Could you imagine making $235,000 and umpiring and throwing out a player that makes... Thirty-six million a year. Could you and not even be good at? Could you bro. imagine getting paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and just sucking at your job and then keeping it? That's not like most of corporate America. Is that Angel Hernandez. Yeah, that's Wait, are we talking about Weatherman? Weatherman. <laughs> Weatherman in California. The we're talking about Fairchild. Useless. I just, I don't, I don't know. Terrible. So, what were you saying about underrated, overrated, that though? I think we should talk about him. Yeah. I mean, it's already mid-June. End of June. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we've definitely seen potential players and team players are just boss. Yeah. I'll start. All right. Javier Javier Baez. Oh, that's probably the most obvious bust. The worst signing Detroit ever made. The amount of money he's making in Detroit, what was it, five years, six years? It was a... It's stupid. It's stupid. Million. It was something high. Whatever it is. It's it makes yeah. me, as a it's Mets fan, so thankful that the Mets did not sign him. Right. They picked the right shorts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the Mets might have made a few bucks back by keeping that diamond earring he lost in the infield there. So, like, they got they <laughs> uh, it's, it's probably It's way in the dirt somewhere. I think Listen, Javi Baez is about, like, 194. He's awful. No, he, it was rough. Yeah, I it's just saw the other day a slash line for him, and it was low. Like, yeah. for a guy, again, that signed one of the biggest deals, that's a bust. That's not even, like... Overrated. That's just I, pure... I mean, it must be so hard, though, to be like... I'm going to call Javi Baez a good player before this year. He, oh, was, he yeah. was like an all-star superstar. Yeah. It must be really hard to just be on, like, a crap team. 
I wonder if that affects his performance. But then again, Gary Sanchez, I believe, would have done the opposite. I mean, not that the Twins are horrible, but like to see him play with the Yankees, do crap, Gary Sanchez, then he leaves, and now he's doing okay this year. But that's a lot of pressure. Like when you play in a when a when you play in a high quality lineup, right? To keep a high quality stat line, right? So when you play in a low quality stat line, you should really be showing off. Like, right, especially on a team like Detroit. Detroit is like, Javi Baez on Detroit. Yeah, like <clears throat> he should be having top tier numbers. Yeah, I mean, who else does he have around him? Miggy. <laughs> <laughs> team team was a little injured this season. I think they had a lot of hope for Torkelson to to be a solid player. Uh, Johnson Johnson Scope. I just they just didn't. Didn't show up. I don't think they're ever. I don't think they're ever going to show up. Yeah, this just isn't the year for uh, for Detroit. No, no. Detroit has a whole team. Bust. Yeah, big bust. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, keeping it on the left side of the infield, I'd say one of the mo- most overrated players, and I think you guys are all gonna agree because we all hate this team. Alex Alex Bregman. Oh, God. Uh, for the Astros. He's really, doing awful right Really now. not doing well. I mean, almost right over the Mendoza line and just not being very productive. Solid team. The, the Astros yeah. are no, playing good. good ball this year, but Bregman just isn't doing it. Now, are you speaking in terms of his defensive abilities as well? All, all, all over. I mean, just uh, OPS right over 700. He's, he's usually a guy who you want to see over, like, the 800 region. Right. Maybe gets on base. You know, a lot of strikeouts this year, not hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And yeah, kind of uh, seven homers on the season, so not not terrible, but just not your typical Alex Bregman numbers. Yeah. So call it a bust. Call him kind of overrated. I'll go with overrated. I was gonna say overrated, maybe almost a bust if he keeps performing this bad. Yeah, I mean, he's not great. But the Astros are a good team. Yeah, right. So, so Astros, they're making it happen. Yeah, yeah they're, they're performing. But but unlike Javi Baez, that F dog said. Yeah. Detroit's trash, huh? Yeah. Detroit? Yeah. 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 Detroit, Absolute like, trash. I don't think there's anyone there that. But um, like, I'm going to say this. The Red Sox are playing Detroit, and they'll probably end up losing, like, two out of three games and stuff like that. You know what happens? The Mets do it all the time, too. Yeah. They play a team that's awful, and they stoop down to their level, and they just they lose two out of three, three yeah. out of four. It's terrible. But, when they, but when they play, like, a Dodger team, team yeah. they'll split a series. Yeah. I mean, it, the Mets got wrecked by San Diego, but... What are you gonna do when you play twenty two games in twenty three? San Diego's in first now in the West, right? They are. They, they, yeah. they leapfrogged uh, they are. LA, the Dodgers. Because Roberts is a tool for the Dodgers. Their head coach. James, I want to ask a Red Sox fan here this question: Verdugo, yeah. overrated or underrated? Um, I think Verdugo is perfectly rated. Yeah. I don't think that. I think he's an average player, and I think he's playing an average ball. Mm-hmm. The thing was with the Verdugo is he came into Boston with this big blockbuster trade to send Mookie over to LA, you were never looking to replace Mookie Betts with Alex Verdugo. Right. That was never the key. The key was to try to keep Xander Bogarts and to keep Rafael Devers and try to get those guys to be better, keep JD, stuff like that. So Verdugo, I think he hits fifth or sixth in the lineup. He gets on base. He doesn't strike out a lot. Mm -hmm. He'll take a walk. He'll get a base hit. He's not a home run hitter like Mookie. He's not going to put the same numbers up like Mookie. But I think for what 
<clears throat> the Red Sox do, our team looks to do, to get a player on base and to do small ball. I think he's a guy that could do that. I think he's an average player playing average ball. So, in essence, it's not Verdugo himself that would be over or under rated. The trade, though, sounds like a bust. Well, the trade was a complete bust, but that was a... We need to clear money. Because mm-hmm. the Red Sox, at that point, have the highest paying... Do you think uh, they got their value, then, in the savings? No. Because so, there's still an extremely high-cost payroll yeah. right now. I mean, they're still, like... I think they're still playing paying Kung Fu Panda. Oh, <laughs> so, keeping it on Boston, is it too early to say if Trevor Story is overrated? Just kind of like, like what's your take on Trevor Story? Because so, big deal there, and just the beginning. I think, of the season, I think you expected more. Horribly. I expected more from Trevor Story because he was a hot commodity. Fans, most of baseball fans yeah. saw that trade and thought. It'd be hot performance. Now, again, halfway through. Right, but very productive. I mean, he, he's lately. getting his RBIs, but yeah. batting 221, an OPS of 715. I expected more. I think that slow start and the really... And then the next month just being polar opposites mm-hmm. is just hard to get a read on him. So, what do you think, JP? Let me say this. So, Dog said in the beginning of the year when Trevor Story was traded... This player is completely overrated. He's trash. Do you remember saying that? I did say that. You did. What was that, episode one? Episode no, no, this is before we even decided that we were going to podcast. Oh, so this is pre- This was me dudes. texting you guys saying, Trevor Story's a Boston Red Sox, and F-Dog like, laughed at me and said, right away. Right he away. said, I said this it. guy's trash. And you've seen him play. I have. In, in, in Colorado. I did. So, F-Dog, you tell me about Trevor Story first. Like, what do you think? Well. And then I'll tell you what I think. I mean, I think he had a, a really, you know, good rookie season. He was showing a lot of bat. He was showing a lot of glove. Um, but, I mean, take a look at the last couple seasons that he's played. He really hasn't been a standout offensive player, nothing productive. What's his career batting average? Probably, 268. I was going to say it's 200 somewhere. 268. I mean, that's not terrible. It's not terrible. For how many how many years in the league now? Uh, let's Since see. 16. Seven years in the league. It's not. T- I mean, that's not terrible. But I mean, if you look at his production, like in the clutch, I I, I don't think that he has, you know, that rookie season Trevor Story, you know, production or clutch hitting. He's not. He's yeah, not good. Agree. He's not good under pressure. I feel like anymore when he's got guys on second base with two outs, two strikes. How's his two strike hitting? I don't think it's that good. No, no, I mean way. he his best game of the season when he had that three homer game in Fenway this year. Yeah, and I mean he had a really hot month. He had nine home runs back then. That was a hot month, but if he's not hitting a home run, he's shrinking yeah. out. A lot of strikeouts so, yeah, this season. So I agree with you. I think his numbers aren't great. And to answer Maddie, what you were saying was is that what do I think about Trevor Story? Is do I think he's overrated or a bust? The answer is yes. But I've kind of always thought that of. Trevor Story. Mm-hmm. I mean, 2017, he had 191 strikeouts. Just below, I mean, nine strikeouts below 200. Yeah. Like, his numbers have never been good. I mean, his highest batting average was 294 back in 2019. You know, he only bats anywhere between 240 and 250. Hey, you took him, you take him out of Colorado, and look, his offensive numbers go down. Right, and so I mean, you is look a Rocky at, effect real. Well, mm-hmm. And you also brought him into the American League, right? Which, which I is think tough. the American League has a lot better pitching rotations, 
Um, yeah, yeah, and you know, you and you're not in the Colorado air. I right. feel like, and you take him out of a really, like a really nice hitting ballpark in Colorado, and you put him in a really good hitting ballpark in Fenway. Like the monster should be his best friend. Mm-hmm. But if you can't put your bat on the ball, yeah, you're not going to go anywhere. And he faces really tough teams with a good bullpen and decent rotation in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. A good Yankee rotation, a decent Blue Jay rotation. The not... best Orioles team you've had in years. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, of course you're not going to see the numbers from Trevor Story. He needs to learn how to not swing at sliders down and yeah. away. Take the base on balls. Get your runs up, stuff like that. But you also just have to be a contact hitter, and he's yeah. not that. So Right, like you were saying, to piggyback, if you're not going to put your bat on the ball, at least learn better discipline at the plate and get on base yeah. and be, you know, be the addition to a productive offense. Take a walk. Yeah, he take, only has, take the walk so you can get in your, get yourself in a position to score runs. Like he only has 26 base on ball so far this year, Ooh. which is actually not bad compared to some of his other numbers in different years. One year he had a total of 35 base on balls are in – what year is this? It looks like it's 2020, which was a shortened season. He only had 24 base on balls. The dude Even doesn't walk. Season, doesn't see a lot of pitches. And you, yeah, that's that, you don't not walk. having a lot of walks isn't good. Right. I mean, just if you don't have a lot of walks, where are your where are your at bats? Yeah. Strikeouts. Right. That's it. And <laughs> that that that's the hard part is if you're not getting on base, you're not run, and if you're not gonna hit the ball, take the walk. Can't do it. At least put your, at least get your team a chance yeah. to yeah. get runs. You know, put yourself in that position for them. But now, sw- swinging that crap isn't going to get you anywhere. Now, what do you think it is about just these big name shortstops on the move? Because another one, Carlos Correa. Yeah. Really, I mean, down season for for the Twins, but these were Trevor Story, Carlos Correa were the names. The big shortstop names that were moving on the move, and that wasn't Correa on the IL a little bit this season. Earlier, yeah, 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 he was he was a little banged up, but it's I, I think people are a little underwhelmed with uh, the shortstop position, or at least these these new acquisitions mm-hmm. of um, of shortstop. So yeah, like, like I said, Correa not not doing great this season, um, which almost could be good for the Twins because. He had they signed him to that really Two weird contract something? or something, year, right? Yeah. But he can opt There's out. There's over a hundred million though, so There's I mean, a lot of money. Yeah. I, I think I think you got to stay overrated for sure for that kind of money. Oh yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna go with my most overrated player, just absolute bust, Joey Gallo. Oh man. my oh, god, a shame. Uh, the dude's. Batting, I totally forgot about him. The dude's batting one eighty six. He's not even an everyday player now. I mean, he he no. he played himself right onto the bench. Joey he, Gallo. He should be an everyday couch potato he's, with the way his numbers are. Hey, you know, he probably strike out and single as much I, as he does in the. I MLB. will say, <laughs> his bat has been better of late, but you're still hitting under two hundred, bro. He's batting one eighty six or one eight. Yeah, one eighty six. He bats nine nine in the lineup. Does he have any home runs? He does. Nine. He has nine home runs. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, but yeah. That's the thing. So Trevor Story has like nine home runs too, and but all like Gallo's all came at like. Like the the past few weeks, so right? He's been hitting better, but it's yeah, oh, way overrated. But yeah, he doesn't even play anymore. Yeah, so I mean, outfield, even his fielding though hasn't been great. He, I, how he won multiple Gold Gloves, especially over Judge, 
perplexing to me. You move Judge from right field to center field? How many players can move from right to center and be acclimated so quick like that? But well, Gallo's Gallo been in the league is, longer than Judge has, too. Yeah, and I Do think you know how old Gallo is? Gallo is 29 years old. He's like, 29? God, he looks 29 like he's like 38. Yeah. Judge, he again, Judge looks like he's like 40, Judge too. is 30. Judge, Judge is our age. Yeah. Judge is like in April. He looks old, though. But yeah, I mean, but it's crazy to think about. Like, these guys are like... <laughs> They're young. When I was younger, I used to look up to guys like this, and now it's like... Like, oh, look at these kids. Yeah, you're a peer of mine. Yeah, right. You're, 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 you're 30. Like, yeah, how many of these guys are... You're no, you're no more elder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you think of like Adley Rushman, uh, all the uh, Bobby Witt. These are 22, 23 year old guys, and we're well, we're, I don't we're think, old men. To them. I don't think anyone on the blue in the Blue Jays lineup is over thirty years old. No, I think they have the youngest lineup in the league. Yeah, it's crazy between Bichette, Guerrero. But let's go back to Gallo because he sucks. <laughs> terrible. He's terrible. Trash. I, I, I mean, what, what more can you say about him? Uh, there's nothing else to say except that he's a giant bust. I mean, he was supposed to be a home run <clears> machine. <throat> He's he was when, that, the Yan- just... when the Yankees traded for him. He was hot, like he was really hot when the Yankees traded for him. Then, was that last year? Yeah, he was he was creaming the ball. But yeah, as it's soon hot. as he stepped in New York territory, he shut down. Yep, and New since York then is... he's been <clears throat> James. What has he been since then? Trash. <laughs> but you know what? Keeping it on the Yankee train, most and I'd love to hear you guys. I mean, you kind of already oh, said yours, but the most overrated player on your team. Wait, hold on. Tyler didn't give us a player. Tyler didn't give us player. a player. Oh, I, we're just bullshitting. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> we're going around. Like, no, no, but he has... Hey, hey, hey. Not structure, but he, I know he is a player. He's got a player. Uh, he's hey. Well, my player, funny enough, is Javier Baez, so we already talked about that. So it's not like I had a new player. That take was a bust. Yeah, but I mean, actually, you're right. Yelich, actually, funny enough, you're right, because I have him on fantasy as well. I don't... I have to look at my leagues no, again. I, have, I have him leagues. on my fantasy team. Yeah, I have him on the other fantasy team. Yellow's is a bust of an outfielder player right now. Like, just in general. I don't know, like, stat lines for him. You but go like, from a former MVP, MVP to trash. To trash. Yeah. He I can't mean, he's hit. crap. He cannot hit. Right. And again, former MVP to play this bad. I mean, you'd think he'd keep some kind of midline, but no, Yellow's just pretty much a overrated. Maybe not bust. Overrated. He's overrated. Overrated. Can't blame the baseball when you don't hit the baseball. True. <laughs> but fantasy-wise, he's also a bust for me because I picked him up not early, but also not late in fantasy for the draft yeah. by my other league. And I was really looking for, like, consistent hitting points. Nothing there. A big bust in both leagues, actually. Yasmani Grandal. I mean, that's not only a fantasy bust, but that's just a bust. In I hate catchers. Yeah, catchers, James. I mean, I know you have a catcher I bust. I hate catchers. No, just Salvi Perez. He's not good either. He was expected to be hitting just about everything that came down the plate, and now he doesn't even know what a ball looks like. Yeah, not good. Yeah, he's... Uh... <laughs> All right, Matt. I'm sorry. We, we went to structure. What, well, what you, that's what, you... what I was thinking about, because he was like... The most over overrated player on your team, so I'm trying to think of the Mets lineup. <laughs> That's why I was doing that. So now, what's your question? <laughs> I, I wanted to see who you guys thought was the most overrated player on your team. Your fantasy, obviously. No, no, your your team. I'm a Yankee fan. Oh, I was saying about fantasy. No, no, oh. no, no. That's why I was confused. We said your team because I'll even well, 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 you guys jumped down my throat the second oh. I said something. So my favorite team. Hands on the. 
favorite You team. wanted hands to talk. <laughs> my favorite team, Mets. Scherzer is a weird thing. Oh. Where, like, I, I'm not going to say overrated because he plays well, but I can't say underrated because he got hurt early. So like, But he's always hurt. Right. That that's like something so, that you know is coming. Expected, right. Yeah. That's something that you know is coming. Uh, speaking of pitching and being uh, overrated, at least I'm not going to call him a bust yet, but Degrom, like always hurt. You always know it's coming. Hurt. The I mean, best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. And if you're not available, I don't know. I'm Yogi was at this meeting. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Every, second episode I used that one. So. Right. I like that. Throwing it back. Every year, Degrom is set up to be this. A hot performing pitcher, you know, and then he hardly plays games, doesn't play any games, or shows up at the end of the season, playing like you know injury rotations. It's tough to call him the best pitcher, like as Matt said. If you're not playing, like how are you going to be the best pitcher in the first place? Because then you have mediocre pitchers that have just pitched. Because he'd games. be up there. He'd yeah. be up there. But well, let's hear another. Let's hear another Mets fan's take on that. I wouldn't say he's overrated. Well, who's your overrated Mets player? Oh, well, that's what I'm sitting here thinking about. Well, that's tough. They're not. They're not overrated, right? You just love. I don't them. think they're overrated. I think they're performing very well, as a little expected. In fact, I think they're almost a little underrated. What about Brendan Nemo? Nemo. He's been. Nemo. He's been. He's been raking lately. Yeah, lately that. he's been okay. Like early season, mediocre. Had, lately he's been playing. He had well. three or four hits today. Jankowski's underrated. Who? Who? You know who I think is overrated. In the Mets pitching staff, Seth Lugo. Okay. Overrated. They rely on Seth Lugo oh. way too much to know that he's going to just throw the game anyways. You like, want to you know why I say he's overrated? Why? Because this is the Mets' typical thing that they do. A guy comes up for his major league debut, leave it to the Mets to give him their first career hit. And yesterday, they gave a guy his first career hit, which was a grand slam. That was his I first saw that. career hit. I saw yeah. that. That was cool. Encarnacion, first yeah. hit, grand slam. Did you see what his grandpa said or something like that oh. in the crowd? Did Hold you see on. That? It was off of Seth Lugo. Was it? Yeah. But did you see what that guy's grandfather said? No. I, saw I think them, he was like, I saw oh. Were, I saw they were crying after the game. I think game, he was like, like oh, my, my, I did it in two, three hits, and my, my grandson did it in two. Who's grandpa? His, grand, his grandson did it in one. Some guy? No, but I mean like his like second plate like a, at bat or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Played yeah. Lugo sucks. They're giving it to Lugo. What about Otto? Otto Vino. Oh, he the was de- he was dealing today. Was he? Yeah. You know what's funny? He's on and off. Gary Gary Cohen and Keith Hernandez. They said the same thing. He missed every time his first pitch of his inning when he comes in. Yeah. His first pitch misses misses like way outside. It's a, it's one of those <laughs> nasty sliders, but it just it's, goes way outside. Filthy. And uh, Steve Cohen was like, oh, there's the Ottavino first pitch. A slider five feet He has outside. better movement on his team than Clay Holmes does. He does. I'm surprised Yum didn't call that a strike. <laughs> Clay Holmes, best, uh, best reliever in baseball. If it was Clay Holmes, it would have been a strike. <laughs> no, he's not. Who is? Josh not Hader. Holmes. Josh Hader. Nah, Josh, you can't say Josh Hader Who is? anymore. Why? Best relieving pitcher? Best closer, best reliever. Who is? I mean, I would have said Hader like two weeks ago. But right wow. now, Josh Hader. Simple. Oh no, that's set. Who oh, is no. it? This still Clay Holmes. Thirty scoreless innings in a row. Come yeah. on. Whatever happened to Raldis Chapman? That's oh. actually a great style. Oh, that, that, that would be the, a great the cube, the overrated. Cuban missile. That would be a great overrated pick for for the Yankees. 
Tyler. But I wouldn't say the most overrated on the team. So who's your most overrated All right, so on the team? Aaron freaking Hicks. Uh, Terrible. Hold on. Hold on. Garbo. Hold on. I want to hear this. Going back to, to your closer, how many how many saves does he have? Right now, 11. How many innings has he pitched? 31. Beep, okay. boop, beep, boop, beep, Can't boop. compare that. <laughs> what do you mean? Look at Edwin Diaz. They're saying he's the best closer in the game right now. He struck out almost 60% of the batters that he's faced. And how many save opportunities? And how many saves? Uh, I think he's got like 16. And how many saves? 16. Out of how many save opportunities? I think 17 or 18. See? Oh. Clay Holmes, zero blown saves. Oh, yeah. Well, the Red Sox uh, have the best. <laughs> he's the most yeah, sure guy out there. Hasn't given up a run in 30 innings. Man, hey, wait, so point, so we're, yeah. we're butting heads because we're in New York. Who do you yes, guys think? Well... The Yankees, the Yankees obviously Who do I think? I said Josh Hader. Okay. Who do you think? I was going to say Josh Hader as well. Okay. So I mean, I'm not saying Evan Diaz is the best. I mean, he's he's up there as one one of the best oh, yeah. relievers this season for sure. But yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's wrong in saying that any of these guys but you're aren't saying Clay Holmes is blown. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're wrong. Zero, zero you're, game. No, you're, you're, wrong. Wrong. you're wrong. Ever since he became the full-time <laughs> Yankees closer, hasn't... I mean, that doesn't... The only time he simple. gave up a run this season, yeah. April 8th. Since April 8th, he hasn't given up a run. That was against the Red Sox. And that was just a run. That, wasn't, beep, that was beep, the beep, first beep, season. Beep, yeah. First series of the season. Yeah, yeah. Since then, lights out domination. <laughs> just. So in essence, if he's pitching to close the game. It's a sure thing. Yeah. I mean, that's when you say it that way, it's tough to say anything otherwise. I bet Alonzo takes him 415 <laughs> dead center at the big <laughs> apple. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> But so, no, Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks. T- two home runs on this season, 14 RBI. He had a big hit yesterday. Let's see, two few and far between. Oh, not yesterday. He played, uh, when he played Alec Manoa, he had a... Yeah. Uh, Matt, I thought Aaron Hicks was your favorite game. Oh, he, uh, I, and I think I said this in the first episode, it's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> Dad, you always say that. Oh, my God, hate him. hate him. Hate him. I mean, what would you do with him? If you had the choice as a manager, what would you do with him? Cut him. S- well, see cut if him you, or trade See him. if you can get any value for him. Cut. You you get, you can, first of all, you need to cut Aaron Boone before you, you cut can get him. Hicks. <laughs> you, can, you can get some value out of out of Hicks. Yeah. But you think so? Something. Maybe a bullpen arm. Maybe. Mm. Is that where would you go for? If, you you, you got to go prospect. Aaron, you replace Boone. <clears throat> what would you do? First well, move. You replace Boone as manager. Oh, I get to start making some choices. He has to learn analytics first. Yeah, I gotta go. Oh, okay, fair I gotta learn the saber metrics. <laughs> I, I really hate that baseball is all of it. But your choices with Hicks: do you keep him? Do you trade him? Do you just drop Hicks, for salary? Hicks isn't. Hicks isn't isn't the answer. I, I try to make a move. I try to try to find a little value in him. Try to get any kind of return. Yeah, you probably no. you probably lose out on that though. I mean, the thing is, nobody's taking that. Nobody's taking that contract. That that's the thing. That's so the issue. I think I think the Yankees would have to pay some of his contract up just to just to move yeah, him. There's no there's no chance a team or something. No chance a team makes a trade and tries to keep that contract unless he was at the end of it and he wasn't gonna resign. <sighs> Not happening. It's, he still has what, five years in this contract? I think he with uh, the Yankees? He signed they gave him a seven a seven year extension worth seven years seventy seven million. Seven-year extension on the this dumbest, guy. Like, the he had one good season? It yeah. wasn't even a great season either. Because he did okay in, in Minnesota. Well, that's why I was flaky about Lindor. He has Frankie. Sp- Frankie's an all-star player, though. He is right yeah. now. Frankie's an all-star player. No doubt about it. He finally he finally settled down in New York. There's something about New York. It's just the limelight. There's just an energy New York has that that's players have to adapt. Hockey. Playing in Cleveland compared to New York. 
No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, that's all oh, sports oh, oh, in New York. Oh, yeah. oh, that's hockey. Sure. That's football. It's Madison baseball. Square Garden. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. You can't do it. Yeah, it, it's tough. You, you, biggest crowds in all of all of sports. <laughs> the most boo birds you're gonna get, other than Philly, maybe. But so a I'm lot gonna, of pressure. The what was the question? Overrated player on my team. Overrated. Well, we already talked about Trevor Story, so I, I'm pretty sure it's that. Is there anyone else? Trevor Story's that guy. Let me just say something. Uh, he's got to say it. There's a player on my team that I absolutely hate, and I don't care. He's not overrated because he was never good. But his name is Ryan Brazier, and he's a relief pitcher, and, and I hate him. I just I can't stand the guy. I mean, Ryan. what does he lose every game he gets he just, into? He's always in some kind of trouble. He's always giving up some kind of run. I mean, the Red Sox bullpen is trash to begin with. They don't have closed ears. Does they, he put himself into trouble or get brought in when they're they're already in trouble, a like a bases loaded question. situation? He puts them into the trouble. I got it. And then and then he it's all downhill from here. It's like someone that, else's stress. It's like that newfound glory song. It's all downhill from here. I mean, <laughs> even so, we just the Red Sox just played the Cardinals. Game one, they were winning six to one. They don't put in their closer right now, who is Tanner Houck, who started off the season being the starting pitcher. But didn't get to travel to Toronto because of uh, vaccination issues. So then they put him into the bullpen, and now he's just become this closer because the Red Sox don't have a closer. So six to one lead in the ninth inning, they're bringing Tanner Houck in with one out because it's five to six now. Game one of this series, they lose terribly ten to two. The second game of the series, yesterday they're winning six nothing. It's six to three, and who are they bringing in the ninth inning with two outs? Tenor Houck, because they don't have a bullpen, dude. It's so bad. Ryan Brazier's part of it. Trevor Story is overrated, and that's all I have to say. What do you think they have to do to fix that? I mean, there's obvious answers to that, but so realistically, what do you, you think need you to do? have? You, you need to set up a rotation like it used to be. You had your you had your longer relief pitchers. You had your middle relief pitchers. Your short term relief pitchers. A setup guy. And a closer. You knew if you were coming into the game, you had a player like Mariano Rivera was your closer. Mm-hmm. Who was your setup guy? You always had one guy in front of him who always set him up for him to come in. You knew you were going to get a close in the eighth inning, and you knew you were going to get a close in the ninth inning. You don't have that anymore. Your pitchers are only going five innings, six innings. You're going into your bullpen. I watched Jake Diekman for the Red Sox close a game for two games. I watched Hansel Robles close a game. I've watched Ryan Brazier close a game. I've watched Tanner Howe close a game. Who's the closer? You don't have one. You need to go back to the Jonathan Papelbon days, the Koji Uehara days. You need to have a dude that's just going to close. You don't have it in all sports. Edwin Diaz, closer. Clay Holmes is now your closer, but he wasn't. It was just like when he, the, he was the setup guy. He was the right. eight guy. It yeah. was just like when you had the Yankees. You had Zach Britton on your team. You had Aroldis Chapman on your team. Who wants? You had Ottavino on your team. Who wants to close tonight? <coughs> yeah. You can't have it. It screws up the whole bullpen because then you have a guy who's pitching the seventh inning, and now he's not available to close in the ninth inning the next day because he pitched too many innings. Right. You need to you need to come back to the consistency of bullpens just having a strict closer. You don't have it anymore. We've been talking about overrated, and I feel like we've been on such a, a negative trail. Do we at least all have one underrated player we can talk about? I can start. 
All right, let's hear it. I think the most underrated player for this season... Is it a Yankee? It is not. Okay. It's another person dealing with the Colorado Rocky effect, C.J. Crone. Really ah. good. Really good season. He's batting, an all-star. He's an all-star. Batting 298, 17 home runs, 52 RBIs, OPS of 905. Breakout season. At, at, at first base, he's really... He's he's putting a hurting on the ball. But is it is it the, is it the Rocky effect? So... But, yeah, question. really, really having a great season. So, cool to see. So, fantasy baseball, or fantasy pros, said something about Giancarlo Stanton being an underrated player. Would you agree with that, Matt? I, I think he's he's too uh, high profile to ever be considered underrated. Yeah. So, this is just I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't, yeah. XMVP. Because mm-hmm. I was surprised to see Someone who moved that. for that much money. You can't call them underrated. Who also isn't an everyday player either. He's <clears> not <throat> in the lineup every day. Right. Most days <clears throat> now because he's, he's playing the field a lot more. So I think his body's staying looser mm-hmm. rather than just coming off the bench to hit. Which he, he gave a little credit to. So I think uh, maybe that's what you have to see a little more. But he's playing the field because Joey Gallo's out. And he's yeah, not in he's, the lineup he, every he's day. He's terrible. And yeah, and you have... And Hicks, too. And you have Judge in center field, where Hicks should be, and they intended him to be, but well, you're not good. You're not going to play. Yeah, I definitely see that. So, no, it, I, that's so strange to hear that someone would call John Carlos. Right. I mean, definitely picked it up from, from seasons past, and he's right. having a, a good season, but weird to say I'm underrated. Right. I would say an underrated player, also another first baseman, Ty France. Oh, yeah. Of the Seattle Mariners. I was going to say him. Yeah. Batting 314, 10 home runs, 44 RBIs. You're in a, you're in a, uh, you know, you're in a division that's tough out there in the AL West, but not that tough. Yeah. And you got the A's out there. They're not great. The Rangers aren't great. You know, the Ashers are good. So the hard part is, is just the fact that if you're not going to win your division, in the American League, you're probably not going to get the wild card because the wild cards are going to come out of the East. Yeah. I've already said it. So you have to win your division out in the West. Ty France is on a good team with, you know, J.P. Crawford, Julio Rodriguez, Mitch, Mitch when he comes back. You know, they, they have the players. But Ty France is definitely – I think he's a – He's top three in hits on the season. 83 hits on the season. Yeah, I, I would say he might be right behind Anthony Rizzo – in my all-star voting for first base ball. Really? And Rizzo's there because of his hitting. Yeah. But, I mean, France is, he's there. I mean, he, he's a good player. He's definitely underrated, yeah. So yeah an underrated team right now, speaking of AL, so the AL like, has a whole load of competition, but the Orioles... I have to admit, I feel like they're a little underrated in a way that the they're, probably, not gonna, they're not going to win any division no, or anything. But that's a shame. I just, I just read something where it was... <clears throat> How many games did it take to win? I think it was 30 games on the season. Yeah. And a few years back, it was it was like the 104th game that they got to their 30th yeah, win. Yeah, they have been on a kind of a crappy streak over the decade. And, and like I said, not a not a great team, but way better than what what they were last year. They were they were prospected to be right. the worst team. Because I think Santander, league. as an outfielder, is a little underrated in particular. Mm-hmm. He's been Austin well. Hayes, I would say. But Austin So, Hayes, let, yeah. me, let me chime in really quick with yeah. the Orioles. So, it's really hard as a Baltimore Oriole because you play the AL East 19 times each each opponent. So, 
You're playing the Yankees 19 times. You're playing the Sox 19 times. The Rays and the Blue Jays 19 times. Right. Next year it'll be interesting because you only play your divisional opponents 14 times and you play every team in the major league once. At least once. So they're going to get some fair opportunities so to kind of scoop up some extra wins. Possibly. You lose you lose 20 games <laughs> against AL East opponents. Right. So you put those 20 games into wherever else you're playing. You can make those 20 wins. You can be a 55 win. That's roughly no. an eighth of the season. And that's enough to give people a wild card spot. You know, if you win, like that eighth percentage, like what is that? I'm doing rough math here. It's I mean, about like 12.5% of your games are now split out of your division across the entire league. If you could beat everyone else except maybe four or five teams, you get 10 wins out of that? That could if, be yeah, the if you difference. Split, if you split the 20 wins of those 20 games, yeah. but you also have to think your opponents now also have that exact same advantage. Yeah. Right, so it's going to take those 20 games and almost really divide out some of the capabilities, and I feel like you'll get a clearer picture now. But it's also going to hurt. AL it's also going to hurt teams because your Yankees, who are extremely dominant, aren't going to be playing the Orioles for five less games. Right? They could be playing. So now they could be playing worse. The Astros, you know, extra or something like that. Yeah, the Reds. You take you take the Mets. Yeah. You know, right. that could help you. The Pirates and the Reds. It's probably going to be six, seven wins at least. Perfect. It'll but, definitely help the Mets because I mean they won't be playing the Braves. Right. They won't be playing the Phillies. I mean, both of those ball clubs have really good lineups right now, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. I mean, even the Marlins has it. They have a good lineup, yeah, too. Jazz is fun to watch. Good pitching. Down Their pitching area. is good. But not good enough. Do you think, then, as a final call of underrated, overrated, I just want to go divisions. Let's start with the AL. Well, hold on. I have an, I have an underrated player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go to this then after that. Listen here, Matty over here. Yeah, Matty. Structure guy. Matty squared over here. <laughs> Go for so, it. So one of my <clears throat> underrated players, and you guys might not agree with me, but I think Brian Reynolds from the Pittsburgh Pirates. No, I underrated. He, I think yeah. he's underrated. He can hit. Yeah, absolutely. I think he deserves <clears throat> to be on a better team. See, here's the thing. It's not that the Pirates are bad. They're a sleeper team. You think they'll, so? Oh, yeah. yeah they'll, come out and, they'll come out and like wreck your pitching. Just need a good day. Yeah. Uh, they like, did it to San Francisco. Yeah. Just over the weekend. And they swept, oh, the, Do- they swept the Dodgers. Yeah. Right. I think twice this season. That's odd. But they're one of those teams that their their salary is super low. I think they're like the lowest paid salary. Yeah. Nothing better no, than having a low salary. It's the Orioles, the Guardians, and the Pirates are like yeah. the bottom three like lowest salary people. Yeah. Or teams, not people. But... But yeah, I, that was that was my underrated. No, I agree. I think Brian Ronald. I think people think he's overrated because he's the top dude on that team. Yeah. But in like retrospect, if you look at it, he's completely underrated. Yeah, you can't be overrated yeah. when you have no other talent around you, right? Like yours. You put right. him on another team, and he's an underrated guy. Absolutely, because he's not the top dog. Right. Put but him, you're put out him there. with the Yankees. He'll he's you won't even know who he is. Right. You'll be saying. Who? Who? <laughs> you know, so. uh, yeah, no, I I like that pick. I I like the pirates. I wish I wish them well. I wish the pirates. I wish, were, I wish well. the pirates were like. Sounds like a consistently good, and not just when they play the Do Mets. You, the remember Yankees how cool it was like when they had that playoff run a few years ago? Yeah. Their their crowd was sold out. They had the 
they have like the ship and they're shooting off cannons yeah. and stuff like this. Uh, fire the cannons like they're the box. Rest in peace. That was yeah. that when McCutcheon was on the team. Uh, no, I think McCutcheon was actually a Philly at that point. Oh, he was already a Philly at that point. But, I mean, it was just a few years ago. They had a decent team, but it, once again, they were a low salary cap team that was just playing super good ball. Yeah, but that proves you don't <clears throat> need the whole salary right. to and play good ball. The NL, the NL Central is not a great division. No, it's not. You know, the Cubs are hit and miss most years. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> the Reds are team trash. Dumped it. it was the Cubs, man. Yeah, the Reds also trash. I mean, who's the who's the NL Central leader right now? I don't even Cardinals. Cardinals. Is it? Yeah. Cardinals Brewers, I believe. <coughs> Cardinals. Oh, that's Brewers. right. They got the Cardinals and the Brewers. So right. they got two teams that are actually good in that division. Right. But you get you know your bottom three teams are Pittsburgh. The bottom feeders. Yeah. Chicago and what was the other team I just said? The Reds. Yeah. I can't even remember them because they're trash. Who? <laughs> you know, Who? just Joey Votto, <laughs> overrated. Overrated. Joey Guys, can I give you a hot take really quick? Hot yeah, take. Let's hear it. Shohei Otani, I think, is overrated when he's not pitching. This year, I hitting like wise, this year, hitting wise, he's not the best hitter. Would you take the bat out of his hand? Absolutely not. At what at what <laughs> point in his career would you take the bat Never. out of his hand? Never. He's that kid that you hated in school because he was good at everything. When he's not pitching, I'm taking a bat and going over to him. Putting in his hand and saying, "Firmly grasp it." (laughs) (laughs) That was a hot take, but I still think he's the best player in the league. I mean, great DH, obviously, great pitcher. I mean, when it comes to fantasy, no one's better because he's racking up points. But when it comes to actual baseball potential, I mean, he's definitely not underrated. But I think he's just an overall great player. Yeah, I think he's a great player too. So, I don't think he's overrated. I think. I don't think he's overrated. But do you think he should just focus on pitching? No. Because no. he has too hot of a bat. Yeah. He has too hot of a what bat. He's too hot well, of a bat. Is he a better pitcher and he's got or a batter? And he's got a That's fastball a that hits 102 question. miles an hour. I mean, what would you say? Better pitcher or better batter? I would say a batter. Well, it's, it's, just, it's, tough. it's really tough. All right, so let me just let me just go to this because you can go to his games. So I'm looking at fantasy really quick. You can go to Shohei Otani's games, like where you can tell he pitched and where you can tell he batted. So six nineteen against yep. Seattle, zero for four, negative one points. Six eighteen, zero for four, negative two points. Six eighteen doubleheader, zero for five, negative one point. So against Seattle, in four games he batted. A total of 13 times, and he went 0 for 13. Then, on 6-16, he went 2 for 4, but he scored 26 points. Which means 26 points were probably from him pitching. All right. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, you put the bat in his hands, it's not great. Pitching-wise, phenomenal. Well, it's, it's, it's but you don't want to take the bat about. out of his hand. Yeah. Because you know he could hit. Yeah, this angel team kind of kind of needs him yeah. at this point. Yeah, but no, definitely. So, but yeah, you you brought up fantasy. Is is he still the top fantasy player? Yeah. How many points does he have on the season uh, for fantasy? He has way too many points on the season. Who's this? Show He's probably uh, got like about three hundred and fifty. Three hundred and nine. That's disgusting. Oh, no. That's disgusting. Which the next person close to him is uh, Jose Ramirez at two seventy three. J Ram. Oh yeah. We're big on J Ram. Another this is a J-Ram podcast. Player. We always talk about J-Ram being underrated, so I feel like that's why we're not going to mention him being underrated. J-Ram is the most underrated third baseman in the game. Easy, hands down. 
It's not even a hot Which take. is hard to say because Rafi Devers is the second most underrated third baseman in the game. Bias. And Rafi will not start the All-Star game because J-Ram is a better third baseman. Does that bother you? No. A little bit. Oh, yeah, when you have a really good third baseman in the podcast? When you have a really good third baseman and you're like, oh yeah, I want him to start. You can because you got J Ram. But Tyler, yes. I, I don't know if, if you can add sound effects in, but at this moment like I know you can't right now, but eventually a womp womp. we know we need we need a, an applause because he has gone down. Mikey See you later. He there goes that perfect record. And one and who do you lose to, Frank? Frank yeah, yeah, underrated. No, underrated. <laughs> underdog story, but kind of, kind of cool. Sorry, Mikey, had to bust on you a little, but <sighs> almost can't. went there, but not there. But almost there, almost. But, but hey, you know why he took his first run. loss? And for all we know, he'll just go, you know, ten wins in a row again. Yeah, he could. But um, are, uh, we, going to, are we going to fantasy minute? Hold on, another yeah. overrated player, real oh. quick. Yeah, Lito. <sighs> sucks. Well, you might as well lead into fantasy because we know why you're saying that. Yep. You blew it. <laughs> yep. Speaking of, I'll start. Minus 13. <laughs> Minus 13. So he is, he is definitely going to oh, be wait, let, let the let the fans know who you played last week in uh, fantasy baseball. The New Jersey Bambinos. You live in Pennsylvania, minus. bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> and you're wearing a New Jersey Devils shirt? Are you wearing a Devils hat, too? No. That's Indian's hat. You take the boy out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the boy. You can't take the gobble fool out of the Jersey guy. Out of the fridge, unless you're Tony Soprano. All right, so, <laughs> oh, thank the Lord. So, Giolito is definitely going to be my step-it-up pitcher. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's wrong. But, again, I'm going to have to go with my batter. My step it up batter is going to be Christian Yelich. Yelich. So step it up. Yelich, please step it up. Me as well for my other league. My MVP for the week will be Mr. Chris Bassett. And he only totaled me 42 points. That's nice, though. That's not good enough. Because I lost 401 to 228. Batters with 50 or more points in a week are very nice. Yeah, I mean, Profar, he's still he's still looking a little hot, you know? Charlie Blackman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that's my fantasy. I got my ass kicked again, but it's okay. We're, we're, we're doing it, baby. I'm surprised Austin Riley didn't have better numbers with he that sucks. giant win streak. They had. He sucks. That, that hurt. He went, for like, 5 for 23. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah, not good. The Maddie. guy that was a little underrated. Oh, you're going to step it up? Oh, sorry. Matt, are you set? No, 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 no. What are you, no, go ahead. Because, no, I was looking at someone. He's he not also, even here. So he, he falls in my underrated category, actually, if I'm looking at players and really look at fantasy. But Hunter Renfro. I think okay. he's a little underrated. I think he's been a really good bat, and he was actually one of my better players this past week. I mean, he's not phenomenal, but for the Brewers for batting, he's been the most consistent with me for the past 10 weeks. So fantasy related at batting, little underrated in my opinion. Let me just say in your fantasy that yeah, fantasies. The Red Sox traded Hunter Renfro for Jackie Jackie Bradley Jr. That's tough. That is tough. But Jackie's not doing as bad yeah. as we all thought he was. Tough batter though. I mean, wasn't Renfro? I mean, Renfro only got me nineteen points. Cronenworth. That's a guy that went 16 for 29 this past week, four that's RBIs, a, eight really runs. really good week. He had a great week. I mean, he was my best player overall over all my pitching. 
Which Carrasco, good old cookie, you know. Playing the game, doing what he's got to do, get me points. Um, a stepping up player? I think everyone's going to say he's overrated for the year, especially in terms of fantasy. Kevin Gosman. Sure is. <clears throat> Step it up. He's, he's been horrible. He's really been kind of blowing it for a guy that's supposed to be, like, you know, a top 10 pitcher. Probably. How can you say he was kind of blowing it? He is blowing he's it. He's literally blowing it. He's so, blow it. He is blow awful it. right now. Overrated and step it up of the week is going to definitely go to uh, Gosman, I say. But to wrap that up, I did take the win at least. Like, you know, thank heavens for that. Because your team sucks. My team sucks. We're number one in my division. Uh, sucks. It's the worst. You stink. You stink. Boo. You stink. But yeah, we're doing all right. So fantasy's looking good over here. All right. Um, I know we got a. Uh, we're head to head this week. We are. Me and Hans are head to head this week. So three one. We're the top two teams in our division, so it should be pretty good. Might might see a leapfrog. You it might could be see, a shift. Might see another game uh, separation. You're right. But um, yeah, just took this last week. Um, took that against Kyle. Um, so I, th- I think that I don't know how many times we play each other in a season, but beat him two times already. I think there's this season. twenty weeks. Oh, there's boy. twenty weeks, and at this rate, with like the ten of us, I think we'll all see each other. So I'm not sure if, I, if I've if I've swept him for the season yet, but you yeah, took the win and uh, got a few guys who can who could step it up. Uh, nothing too crazy, but you know, just kind of kind of slower weeks of recent guys. Jared Walsh from the Angels, Rowdy Tellez from. Uh, from the Brewers, uh, I mean Verlander's having a great season, but that last start was absolutely atrocious. Yeah, uh, just starting to get the injury bug. Stevenson on the IL, Polanco on the IL, Walker Bueller on the IL. So Polanco get, and Bueller hurt to have on the IL. Yeah. So getting getting a little a little beat up, but somehow still finding ways to win. So yeah, so those guys uh, step it up. Come on. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta do a little better than that. Bad week. Don't let it carry into this week. Well, I'm not I mean, saying it's a mind. bad week. It's a win. I won that week. So right. It's a win for all. the week. But it's a. Uh, what was the what was the score margin, real quick? I believe I. Uh, Did you win by a nice margin at least? Yeah, I beat uh, I beat Kyle three seventy three to three fourteen. So, okay. So you're not bad. A lot a lot of points scored this week. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure someone here though had a three digit spread. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, that's nice, but I am curious to hear about that because I'm very certain that Evdog and James had a matchup. And yeah, I mean, Ev, Ev touched base on it a little bit. Um, Evan's team put up 228 solid points. Solid. I don't have to make. Me, I you don't might have, to have, try have to make me feel better. Put up 401 points. Yeesh. I think you might have been the only person with a three-digit spread this week, my friend. Um, That's dangerous. And 400's high, too. Because everyone was in, like, twos, threes. Well, Matt was close. Matty was close. He had 373, you said? Yeah. So I think he was the next closest. So, yeah. I mean, you're still 27 points off of me. Yeah. 28 points the off of me. Four, I, I broke 400. Who's got, the, who's got the lead on points you do. this season? Oh, by that's got to be close. By 40 points. I already looked that Oh, man. <clears throat> that has to be close. Points four is, like... Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Exactly for Um Yeah, so I mean I had some really good players this week like uh <coughs> Nick Pavetta, Seeger, Schwarber, Devers. You know, solid players out there. Mm-hmm. Uh definitely have some stepping up players because, you know, um Miles Straw for batting, one for twenty four over the week. Who? 
Miles Straw. Who? Miles Straw. He's like Mike Jones. <laughs> who? Mike who? Um, Mike Straw. Miles Straw, man. Uh, center fielder for the Guardians. I thought he was going to be one of their sleeper players. And he's been decent. Um, but Blake Snell, trash. Blake Snell pitched 4.2 innings with negative three points. And I think he had two starts. So, nice. uh, that ain't good. yeah, yeah, you know, um, thanks, thanks for showing up. Um, but just like Maddie said, injury bug is been my nightmare right now. Uh, Mookie Betts, Tati still, uh, Avaldi, Woodruff, Whitlock, Kike. I mean, my IL is full, and I'm dropping players I don't want to have to drop because I don't want to lose. You know certain players, so right. that's what's I, tough. I have I have bench spots with like Avaldi, who's just sitting there because he's on the IL and Mookie well, he's Betts. He's on the IL, but he's doing nothing for you. Yeah, except I, up I have spot. I have two bench players, and it's Betts and Avaldi, and they're both on the IL. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. so I'm losing. There's two spots right there, so uh, I definitely go into a tough week because I play Mikey. Yeah, even though he's coming off of a loss, he's still the hottest person in the team out of the league. Yeah, you don't know if it's a I mean, not or... only, like, hot, like, playing-wise, but, like, yeah, Mikey, if you're listening to this, you're good-looking. Good um, <laughs> you know, speaking of IL, I think what's hurting me, too, is having Scherzer on the IL. But he's going to come back. And now I also have McGill back on the IL. It's tough when you have more than three yeah. people on the IL because now you have to let people hold up bench spots and you know you don't want to dump them. And then you're dumping someone on an IL that you know someone will just scoop up and put on their IL. And if you right, if someone has IL spots open, why wouldn't you scoop them up? Yeah. Like I thought, oh, do I drop Fernando Tatis because IL sixty? Who knows when he's coming back? But so the second that that per, that IL. name hits it, that's well, clean. I think we should get Tommy Pham's take on this fantasy. League and then IL and being hurt and stuff. We all get slapped. <laughs> in the face. I don't want to get slapped. <laughs> you guys would get slapped in the face. <laughs> Definitely so, get slapped. I mean, anyway, I'm eight and two. I'm behind Mikey by a game. Uh, I'm still like ninety five percent chance of making the playoffs. Um, F dog, I'm sorry for basically uh, nailing your casket clothes and just burying you alive. I even told you the <laughs> other night at the at the cidery, I was like, bro, I'm going to absolutely you destroy you. You didn't tell me. You whispered it in my ear. <laughs> I held your chest, <laughs> and I said, I'm going to absolutely destroy you. He lays you down gently <laughs> while he puts you in the car. Not a single not a that. single person heard it besides Evan, because I was basically in his ear just whispering sweet nothings about death. You're done. <laughs> but yeah, it should be I'll, a good fantasy. Other than that, I mean, I basically finished Evan. And I think we just finished. I think we just finished this uh, podcast. Yeah, that's a good finish. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, this has been episode nine of uh, the dudes in the dugout. And uh, catch you soon. Go over to Instagram. Check it out. Uh, At IG, it's uh, dudes in the dugout. Simple. Check out Spotify, Apple. Like us, add us. Play home.